You're listening to the Sunday Session Podcast with Francesca Rudkin from Newstalk ZB. Joining me now is Claire Trevett, New Zealand Herald political editor. Good morning, Claire. Good morning, Mayor. Hey, has Grant Robertson been undermined by his leader? I, I wouldn't say he's been undermined by his leader. It tends to work the other way, and the MPs undermine their leaders. Mm. Um, I, I don't necessarily think it's been either way this time. There's, he's he's made it clear that he kind of quite liked the wealth tax tax switch thing. Um, it was a way to deliver what Labor wanted to do, which was um, deliver something to people on lower incomes in the form of um, income tax uh, free threshold and pay for it by taxing the rich people more. Um, and he quite liked that idea. Chris Hipkins decided it was too politically fought and pulled the pin on it. Um, MPs in that position kind of usually have to suck it up and move on and David Parker clearly couldn't and Grant Robertson could because Grant Robertson um, has been around a while and he is very well aware that the it would be, to be honest, quite catastrophic for their campaign if Grant Robertson moved out of the finance role. He's very much uh, the key asset for Labour. It was quite a solid Labour policy, though, that Grant Robertson came up with. I, you know, I'm surprised that there was the sort of the pushback against it. Um, I think that it's kind of done well as a general principle in polling. Mm. Um, it hasn't apparently done quite so well in their focus groups because people are a bit suspicious of it, and you know, they t- people tend to think one day I might be that rich and I don't want to pay it or something like that. But I can see why. Um, I think Hitkins was justified in rolling it out bringing it in in the budget because they didn't have a mandate for it at that point. Then the second question was the, um, whether or not they campaign on it, which which was a more marginal call in my view. They could have taken the risk and tried to sell it. Mm. Um, nonetheless, it is what it is. So instead, you know, they've, they're coming up with their another trick, which is smaller in impact and cost. Monday's a big day for Labour. Their list is set to be released. How do you think it's going to look, Claire? Yeah, that's happening today. They're all sitting around the table and then the MPs and candidates will be told their fates and um, we may possibly have a few decide they want to spend more time with their families. Um, It's a hard time for them because they've got a massive caucus at the moment. This is a problem that's been waiting since election day Um, and and on current polling they're likely to lose about 20 seats or thereabouts. So um, there'll be a lot of nerves among MPs who are in the... um, in those seats that that they won from National last time and the ones who have always relied on the list. I think that what they'll do, because they don't want to cause any surprises or shocks that risk having MPs go rogue on them, um, is they will, they will stick to, I'm told they'll stick to a quite predictable path. So the Cabinet Ministers tend to be ranked according to their Cabinet rankings and below that the ones who have already been given positions which indicate they're on the up and up like select committee chairs or um, into the whips office or something they'll tend to be the ones who come out the top of the rest of them and any that have been around for more than the term and haven't been given any of those kind of positions have already more or less been given the hint that, that they won't be ranked highly so they'll be hoping that even the losers will kind of have already kind of accepted that they're not likely to be where they want to be um, it's a very bad time. There's never a good time, to be honest, but it's it's a bad time for them 
to risk having MPs wandering around disgruntled and mouthing off and leaking and stuff like that, which is where the risk always lies in list rankings when you're in the position that they're in of knowing they're going to have to cut numbers. So, David Park has also made it clear he's not hugely impressed with uh, Chris Hipkins' tax policy. Will that be reflected in his ranking? No, I don't think so. Mm. That would that would be foolish. They'll they'll stick to the cabinet rankings as they are. I think that it would just cause another bout of headlines about divisions in Labour over tax policy. So I'm pretty I'm almost 100 percent certain that David Parker won't face any comeuppance on that front for it. Claire Nicola Willis announcing Labour's GST policy. Presumably, is that good politicking or bad form? Oh, I did enjoy that. <laughs> I mean, this she was is asked this. whether it was bad form to um, to announce another party's tax policy, and I, it, it's 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 pretty good politics. She seems pretty certain of it, and um, she was right last time about the wealth tax, and no one believed her. So she she had a thing going. They haven't done anything to hose it down, so she's she's probably right. Um, I think it's quite good politics. It kind of pops the balloon, you know. Pops their they were clearly hoping to make a big occasion of it they'll still try and do that to confirm it and stuff and we'll get the details and all that kind of stuff but I mean it's it's fair politics if you get a leak like that then why not it's just it's kind of glorious theatre. Do we know do we know where she got the information from? No no we don't know I would say that she's um, I I don't know where she got it from she's not going to reveal her source in case that as she puts it it's a well that keeps giving. (laughs) It certainly is. <laughs> Claire, thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. It was Claire Trevett, New Zealand Herald political editor. For more from the Sunday session with Francesca Rudkin, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9am Sunday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.